Marketing is no longer this mystical thing. Everything is trackable. Everything is measurable, Travis. Everything we do, every action that we take, only in our marketing has one purpose. And what is that purpose? So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question. And this show is dedicated to the answer. There are five basic rules if you wanna have exponential growth on appointments. So let's be clear, look up here guys. When I say to you marketing, that is making phone calls, doing open houses, sending out a social post, doing something on Facebook, writing an email, having a billboard, having TV and radio, it's the whole gamut. Is everybody with me on this? Marketing isn't just a postcard or an advertisement, it's everything you do, everything that you're pushing out to the world to let them know your experience and that you want to help them, that's marketing, yes? So here's the five things. Number one, he said, have only one outcome for everything you do. Have only one outcome for everything you do. I said, what do you mean? He said, Tom, I live in Santa Monica, California. Jack Batone, who's in this room, he said, I know Jack, right? I know all the top agents. They all market to my house. And he says, he says, every one of them sends me a postcard that looks like this. Look at all my reviews. I can help you buy. I can help you sell. Here's some information about the schools. And here's nine more things. And here's my phone number 43 times and a photo that doesn't look like me. Is that a, is that a really strong, simple message? Or could it be slightly confusing? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Here's the note he said. And Summer, this is kind of my email back to you. Is... Sell one, sell hard. Sell one, sell hard. And I'm going to go deeper with you on this. But Hank, when I say sell one, sell hard, if I'm sending out an email, what is the outcome of the email? What action do I want them to take? Do I want them to like my Facebook page so I can work with them there? Do I want them to register to be a part of my real estate VIP newsletter? Do I want them to book a listing appointment? Do I want them to call me? Do I want, what do I want them to do? And the great mistake, and listen, watch this guys. Everyone raise your hands. Everyone raise your hands. Every, raise both hands. Because it's that bad. Every one of you confuses the shit out of your customers. Can I explain? Can I explain? Can I explain? Ready? Call me, call me, call me. Or you can visit me online or you can connect with me on social. Which one do you want me to do? Which one? When we have too many options, what do we do? So when you have too many options, you do nothing. But when you send your marketing message out, you confuse them with all these options and you wonder why no one calls. Let me give you a little insight. One of my very, very, very close friends, a man named Ken Carey, and you would not know him directly, but I promise you, if you've watched television in the last 29 years and you ever heard this, but wait, there's more. He produced about 25 to 30 infomercials a year. 
If you ever bought the banjo fishing rod, he did that. If you did the alien wedge, he did that. If you got 1-800-HOOKED-ON-PHONICS, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, that was the very first infomercial he ever wrote, produced, and directed. I'm talking with Ken because, you know, we're friends and we're pals. I just saw like his wife, you know, a couple days ago at dinner, like hanging out, like Bill Mitchell, my mentor is, is her father. So we're hanging out and, and I'm looking at these people and thinking they spend millions and millions and millions of dollars every single day trying to convince people to take action. That's what they do. Television, 30-second spot, 60-second spot, 22-minute spot, full-blown one-hour infomercials, the whole nine yards. And you know what, Jill? I'm talking to Ken one day and he says, let me give you a little insight. That 800 number, no one ever calls. I was like, well, why do you put it there? He goes, I don't know. We put it there. I said, well, what do they all do? He goes, they all go to what? They all go to the website, every single one of them. I said, so what are you guys doing? He goes, I'll give you an example. Like, so Andrew, he would say, we'd run a 30-second spot or a 30-minute spot, and it would say, and if you call in the next five minutes, we're going to give you, and he said, we used to get 10,000 phone calls. Now we get 100 phone calls, and we get 500,000 people that go to the website. Sound like your world, my friends? You would like those numbers, but that's the game. Do you track, as an example, every time something goes out, do you watch on Google Analytics what happens to your website, yes or no? Yes or no? Oh, so let me get this straight. Who has ever sent a mailer out ever in their life? Do you know the day it hits? Have you ever had this experience? I sent out these mailers and no one ever called. Who's ever had that experience besides me? But, but if you're watching the day that it hits, like on my laptop, I open it up, and there's an entire just thing, just all things Google. And I sit there and go, oh, it's Tuesday. The Tom Ferry show is about to go. And I watch my daily average of people on my website go, let's just say 30 to like 350 like that. Is that good? Yes or no? Should you be watching the same thing? But see, the game, my friends, the game is you're trying to sell too much. Do one thing, make one request, and allow them to do that. My friend Ken Carey said, Stephen, it's very simple. They all go to the website now. So your website better convert, huh? Your website now becomes the sales vehicle, the 24-hour day, seven-day week sales machine that does everything you want it to do and more. So that's number one. Number two, ready? Number two, he said to me, very simple, you have to track everything. Everything. So Summer... When you send those beautiful emails, here's what I want to know. Let's, let's do email just for a second. You ready? So everybody write down, e who sends out emails? I don't mean like, hey, Larry, I mean, you've got 393 emails and you send them an open house invitation. You send them, here's your newsletter. Here's this stuff. Do you track open rates? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes. Guys, there's 5,000 people in this room and God only knows how many people are on the live cast. And I didn't get a lot of yes. I got, uh, right? We track every email's performance. Can I tell you why? Because marketing is math and email's free. You with me on this? And the difference between the average, which is about 18.6% open rate on 100 emails, that means 18.6 people got my message. What if that 18.6 goes to 30? Is the delta between 18.6 and 30, is that an important thing? What do you guys think? That's that many more people that are now reading and getting this message and able to see my open house, see my new listing, see my marketing, see what we're doing. But a lot of us, we're just sending out emails. 
do you track this? Ready, guys? From email to click to site. Are you tracking that? From email to click to the site, right? So they open up the email. I got 18.6 or 30% or 40% or whatever your number is. But then how many then open it up and take the action? Now, I know for a lot of you inside the room, your brain's like, oh, I don't like all these numbers. Look up here. Do you like numbers in your savings account? There is a direct correlation to numbers in my savings account and numbers in my marketing. The more I know these numbers in my marketing, the more I can turn it up and turn it sideways and then the savings account goes up because everything in marketing is math. Make sense? So let me give you some things you might want to write down. You ready? For example, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y. If you spell it wrong, Google will say, did you mean? And it's that one. Bit.ly, Google Analytics. Google Analytics. Matter of fact, I'm going to make it really simple for you. Who's watched one Tom Ferry show ever in your life? Just say I. Did you watch episode 53? Study episode 53. And if you actually go 53, 54, 55, 56, I actually forced the hand of my own team to share 10 best strategies of email marketing, five things that should be on every one of your landing pages. And we just shared everything that we do. Now look up here, my friends. I'm not saying that we are the best marketeers. We certainly have room to grow in that area. But watch this. I'll generate 54,700 new leads this year. How about you? My cost per lead is about $20 per lead. Every five leads I generate, I get like two appointments. Every two appointments, I get one person to show up. Every five that show up, I get one new client. It's just math. You with me? Would the same rule apply to you? Yes or yes? Yes or yes? Number three, write this down. You ready? He said to me, you need to move from startup to growth immediately. You need to move from startup to growth immediately. So I said, well, what does that mean? And he said, Tom, here's the mistake. And I want, please write down the mistake. The mistake is one person trying to do it all. One person trying to do it all. And I was like, oh, that's painful. Because I was at the time thinking marketing was a cost, that marketing was an expense, that salaries of marketing people and even outsource partners and that all of that was expense, not every dollar that we invest in marketing, we generate more revenue and clients. And when I got that connection, so here's what he said to me, please write this in your notes, you ready? He said, startup is one person doing everything versus growth. Growth is a dedicated leader empowered to go build the business. Growth is a dedicated leader empowered to go grow the business. So I'm gonna give you four or five job descriptions or four or five titles, and I want you to list them all out and then you can just kind of tell me who's responsible. You ready? So who does your marketing and automation on email? Let's just do, let's write them all out. Marketing and automation on email. Just write down marketing and automation on email because if I called my guy, John Wesley, in charge of email, he'd punch me. He's like, no, bro, I'm marketing and automation. I make the whole thing work, right? And he does. Here's the second one. You ready? Who's in charge of social to appointments? Social media to appointments. Who's in charge of that? Who's doing variation testing on 50, 60, 70 Facebook ads at all times to figure out that a beautiful gal with an orange blouse sitting on a white leather sofa drinking orange juice and looking at a white iPhone produces really well. But when you get rid of all that and just put a map up, you drive your cost per lead from 12 down to two bucks. Who's doing those tests for you? 
Who's doing those tests? Look at the third one. Who's responsible for direct mail? Who on your team is responsible for testing headlines, watching what's working, being relevant to the marketplace, driving traffic back to your website? Number four, you ready? Who's responsible for following up and nurturing every lead? Because that's a part of marketing, right guys? Who's in charge of, of like every lead that comes in, instantly being on the phone with them? Who's in charge? And then number five, this is the one you all love. Who's in charge of making things look pretty? You know, the right photo, the right brochure, the new business card, changing your font to Helvetica, like all that stuff. Write this word down, outsource. Outsource to experts, outsource to people that they make their livelihood on producing results. They make their livelihood on social to appointments. They make their livelihood on call to convert. They make their livelihood on direct mail. Stop trying to be the expert of everything. Look up here. Be the expert going on appointments. Be the expert at negotiation. You do those two things, everything else can be outsourced, yes? Number four, you ready? Number four. Number four, easy one. Write this down, you ready? He said, Tom, if you're going to do this, the game now, number four, write down, is an ABT culture. Is an ABT culture. I said, what do you mean? He said, you're a sales guy. So give me the ABC. And I go, oh, oh, sales guy. Oh, oh, always be closing. He goes, yeah, you're stupid. Don't, no, no. ABT is always be testing. Always be testing. I said, what do you mean? He said, do you guys send out emails? I said, yeah, we have a, like a huge double opt-in email list that's been growing for, you know, 12 plus years. And he said, what's your open rate? I said, God, we like, I think we do really well. We're like in the 30% range. Like it's like, it's a really big part of our business. It's like better than everything else we do. And he goes, so when you send an email out, how many variations of the same email do you send? What do you think the answer was? Back then I'm like, well, we, we send one. He goes, oh, he goes, what? He goes, how many emails? I'm like, I have like 200,000 people on my email list. They're all over the world. And then he goes, by the way, do you know the best day to send your email is Tuesday? I was like, Tuesday? He goes, when do you send your emails? I go, well, we, Monday's forever. And I, I go, now we're doing it on Tuesday. When do you send your emails? I said, why Tuesday? He said, because it's the day that more, more people open up their email on Tuesdays than any other day. And since the only game is get more appointments, I need them to open it up. Does that make sense? Tell your buddy what day you send your emails. Now we send them other days as well, but the big dog email is every Tuesday. Does that make sense? He said, but why don't you just test it? Why don't you test Thursday versus Tuesday, Monday versus Tuesday, Friday versus Tuesday, and Michael, see what happens. And guess what? More people open their email on Tuesday than any other day. Does that make sense? He said, and when you send that email, why don't like the first hundred be this headline and the next hundred be this headline, subject line, and the next one be this hundred. I'm like, dude, this is complicated. He said, Tom, you're sending this stuff out. Don't you want people to read it? This is important stuff. Yes or yes, guys. This is where you, like, no one's talking about this in our world. Always be testing always be testing. But the key is it's a culture of testing, that we are a culture of, we tested this versus this, this versus this, and we're always testing to see what is going to produce the best result. Does that make sense?
Okay, number five and the last one. Write this down. He said, the sales team has to match the marketing. The sales team has to match the marketing. Because if you're spending your time and your energy to generate all these leads and you're handing them over to people that say, these leads are weak, or as Kyle Whistle said to us yesterday in Tom X, that 55% of all leads never even get responded to, we have a problem, do we not? All right, so debrief very quickly with your buddy. That guy, look up here, guys. That guy helped us take our business from here to here. And it used to just be, ah! And now it's, ah! With a lab coat and math and numbers. You with me on this? And the lab coat, math, and numbers allows me to do, ah, only when I want. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.